Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. Now, if you're just joining us, you uh, don't know this, but last broadcast we began a study in the book of Philemon. We're going verse by verse through these epistles of Paul, and last broadcast was our opening one in this new book, Philemon, just one chapter, just 25 verses, but what a great book of the Bible it is, a story of redemption, grace, restoration, uh, of welcoming one back who's done wrong but gotten right, and what a great story it is. We can see a picture of us in the this uh, book of the Bible, I believe, in Jesus and what he did in our life. And uh, you'll find out there are several uh, key characters. Of course, Paul and Timothy are together writing this epistle, as it says in the first verse. Then you have Philemon, and then we'll be introduced to a man named Onesiphorus here in this book as well. And uh, you'll enjoy it, I believe, as I have reading this book. Now, as you're finding your place in Philemon, I'll introduce you and ask you to visit helpfortoday.org. The web address, again, help the number four, helpfortoday.org. This website is a free resource put together by the staff of the North Valley Baptist Church and the faculty of the Golden State Baptist College, and we've provided free ministry and life uh, Christian resources for you to use. There are articles on the website. There are bulleted lists. There are uh, things dealing with music and bus and Sunday school, the family, all of these different things. It's all compiled in one place. You can go and look through the website and find things there that can be a help to you. Also, you can subscribe simply by entering in your email address, and then we'll send you an article daily to your email inbox, and uh, many folks use those as devotional thoughts. They use them uh, to help with their Bible study time, and I believe you'll be benefited by signing up and being a part of Help For Today. Again, the web address, Help For, that's the number four, helpfortoday.org. Well, it's good to be saved, isn't it? Aren't you glad we have a, a Bible that we can read and God speaks to us through His Word? The Holy Spirit deals with us and conforms us and shapes us into the image of Jesus. And I love the Bible. God gave us this book. And it tells us to study it, and I tell you, you'll be benefited and blessed by spending time in your Bible. Now, in the book of Philemon, this chapter, the one chapter that makes up this book, we find that Paul is uh, rejoicing to hear of the faith and love of Philemon. And he begins, as we'll get into this text, to beg, entreat, to... Uh, Ask Philemon to forgive this man by the name of Onesimus. Onesimus had done wrong. There's no doubt about it. That's not covered up. That's laid out plainly in the Scripture. But Paul is begging for pardon, begging for mercy, begging for grace. Onesimus got saved. He's a new man now. He's beneficial now. He's a blessing now. And he entreats Philemon to receive him back as a brother. Now, let's look at verse number one. The Bible said, Paul, a prisoner of Jesus Christ. And I mentioned that last broadcast. Paul was captivated. Paul was uh, held fast. Paul was uh, all about it, just wrapped up in Jesus Christ. Everything he did, he was a prisoner to Jesus Christ. His thoughts, his words, his actions, his deeds, uh, his ministry, his life, his aspirations, his drive, his direction, everything was held prisoner, held captive 
to Jesus Christ. And what a great thing that would be for you and I to reckon ourselves as bond servants and uh, as, uh, in, a, in a sense, slaves to Jesus, not at a protest, but because we love him and we want to live for him since he died for us. Paul, a prisoner of Jesus Christ, and Timothy, our brother, and now we find Philemon under Philemon, our dearly beloved and fellow laborer. So Philemon is a Christian. He's a man who's serving the Lord. Paul refers to him as a fellow laborer. And to our beloved Aphia and Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church in thy house. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God, making mention of the always in my prayers. What a blessing that is for these folks to hear Paul praise for them. Paul didn't just pray for them, but he thanks God for them. That tells us the kind of testimony, the kind of life they lived, the kind of Christianity that they uh, propagated, if you will. They were worthy of giving thanks to God over. And Paul prayed for them. You know, you'll really be thankful for people when you pray for them. If you say, well, I just don't like that person, you better pray for them. It's hard to hate someone you're praying for. It's hard to not uh, have affection for somebody that you're spending time interceding for. And if you have a problem, if you're sideways, if you're not right with somebody, I want to ask you, have you prayed for them lately? It'll change your heart when you pray for them. And so Paul says, I thank my God, making mention of thee always in my prayers. In this next verse, verse 5, hearing of thy love and faith, which thou hast toward the Lord Jesus and toward all saints. Now, Paul's saying it's well known, it's broadcasted about that you love Jesus. Not only that you love Jesus, but you have faith in Jesus. Now, you would think those two things would be inseparable, but I'm sad to say often that's not the case. I know people that sincerely love Jesus but have very little faith. Uh, they read their Bible, they spend time in prayer, they have sweet fellowship with the Lord, but when trial comes or trouble comes, they fall to pieces. Now, they do love the Lord, but they don't have faith. And then I also know some people, maybe some of us fit this bill every once in a while, either side, they have faith, but not much love. They have great faith, but they don't have a whole lot of love. You say, how can you tell? Because of their actions, because of their refusal to uh, say no to sin. And uh, it just seems like they have great faith to go forward. And God can move mountains, but they don't spend much time in sweet communion with God. They just believe that he can, but they haven't sat at his feet. And I tell you, the perfect combination is both love and faith, faith and love toward the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul has heard about these individuals, Philemon specifically, and the others, that they have not just love and not just faith, but faith and love and love and faith toward the Lord Jesus Christ. And in verse 6, he said he's praying for them that the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. And now Paul is saying, I'm praying that God will take your faith and God will take your love that you have toward him and he'll make it impactful, he'll make it effective in the lives of others. That God will use your uh, testimony, that God will use your example, and that it will be a help, a blessing, an encouragement, a challenge, a charge, and uh, just a, a, a lesson for the lives of others, that they'll be influenced by your faith in God. And by the way, I believe faith influences others. I want to have great faith. I want to have great faith because it helps me, but I want my son to see somebody with faith in God. I want our church to see someone with, great, uh, with, with faith in God. Why? Because it will help grow faith in them. 
Your faith encourages faith in somebody else. Same thing with love. I want to example that. I want to exude that. I want to show forth that, that I love Jesus. Hallelujah, I love Jesus. Yes, I do. Like the song says, I want to, I want to show that forth, that uh, Jesus loves me and I love him. Why? Because it encourages love for Jesus in the lives of others. And so Paul is saying that I'm praying that this communication of thy faith will become effectual, that by talking about it, by acknowledging all the good things that you're doing in Christ Jesus, it will affect other people. Verse 7, for we have great joy and consolation in thy love, because the bowels of the saints are refreshed by thee, brother. Philemon has quite the testimony here we've read about today. Paul said he thanks God for him always in his prayers. Paul says that he's got great love for Jesus. Not only does he have great love for Jesus, but he also pairs that with a great faith in Jesus. So that Philemon doesn't just sit at his feet, but he'll also charge forward. He has those two attributes paired together. Paul's praying that he'll be an example to those who hear about him, to those who watch him, to those who see him. That God will use his testimony to be a help to other people. And Paul says it brings a lot of joy to his life, a lot of consolation to his life, because Philemon's life refreshes the heart of of other people. Now, in our closing few seconds of this broadcast, I want to challenge you by asking the question, do you have the kind of Christianity that can accomplish this in the life of others? Do you have that paired dynamic duo, if you will, of faith and love, love and faith toward Jesus Christ? Could it be said of you that when we talk about your Christianity, it does a whole lot to affect and impact and influence for good other Christians? Is your faith growing faith in somebody? Is your love cultivating love in somebody? Are the bowels, the heart, the affection, the emotions of others stirred positively by your walk with God? Paul writes elsewhere that we're a living epistle, and other folks read our Christianity every single day. And I want to challenge you as you go to the store, as you go to work, as you deal with people, as you uh, interact with your family, as you attend your church, why don't you strive to have this sort of a testimony as Paul writes in these opening verses about Philemon, a Christianity that positively influences other Christians. Until next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.